Hey, 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 what's up, y'all? It's your girl, Deb, and guess what? This week, it's Table Talk Tuesday, and this is when we come to the table. I talk to you about the topics that is important to me, but is also important to you as well. So I am so blessed to come this Table Talk Tuesday to talk to you guys, because this week is conference week for me and my um, company, all right? It's the Hurt the Victory Conference. So the Hurt the Victory Conference is come hosted by Powerhouse Women Devotions and Ministry. And this Friday and Saturday, I am so excited that we are going to have a great time in the Lord. We are going to have a great time connecting with one another. Uh, you may have seen it all over Facebook, Instagram, about the Hurt the Victory Conference. And actually today, Table Talk will be about, the topic is Hurt to Victory. Because I have been experiencing so much throughout this time of putting um, this conference together and directing this conference. But I just want to say that I am excited to be a part of a ministry a company and an organization that cares about women being real, living out their lives for God, and being connected and staying connected to one another supernaturally. So that's what I want to talk about from hurt to victory today in honor of Powerhouse Women Devotions and Ministry. And I want you guys to know how real I am. All right, so I want to tell you about some of the highs and lows that I've been experiencing throughout this process and why the conference is titled, the theme is Hurt to Victory. All right, so I have been experiencing some hurts and some disappointments throughout this process, and I do want to share with you some of those experiences. So, and I'm coming right from the bottom of my heart. Uh, when I tell you these things. So some of the highs have been the fact that I'm able to go to Facebook and be able to promote something so dear to me, but also uh, something so important as walking with God. Uh, The personal relationship with the Lord is really dear to me, is really something that is not a game for me. This is my life. This is how I live my life. This is what I teach my children uh, to have a personal relationship with him. And I have, since I was 15 years old, have walked with the Lord. Uh, Good and bad. You know, I've been one foot in the word, one foot in the, the world. And But I had to come to a realization, even as a teen, that I am human and that I'm going to make mistakes and that the Lord is there to help me and guide me to get through those mistakes and to really make a significant decision to trust him. Um, I remember rededicating my life back to the Lord in 1998 and... I made a promise that if I rededicate my life to the Lord, that I will serve him. And this is why, this is where I am at now. I'm serving him. 
And some of those highs and lows have been with putting together this conference is the fact that being on Facebook and being able to share the vision God has given me and to share the team that I have, uh, my um, Powerhouse Women Devotions and Ministry team, uh, I call them team leaders because although we are, although we are a team, they are leaders within themselves, and you guys are leaders within your the, within yourselves, and you have to find out that leadership skill to take you from hurt to victory. So being on Facebook, I'm able to share um, so much from for so many people and being able to speak my voice. Because I've always had a voice since I was 15. But there is always a season and a time for everything. And I believe that. And I just think that this is the season for Hurt to Victory. Right? So, Facebook, you guys have been awesome. Um, Have been my fans. Instagram, you guys have been awesome. You guys have been very supportive in this mission of helping women to be able to not neglect the hurt or ignore the hurt, but deal with the hurt and walk in victory. And this has been my whole idea of bringing out this um, conference is to let women know that there is a victorious person on the other side of that hurt. And I have been able to meet so many different people, so many different women that are entrepreneurs, that are bosses, that are um, awesome in God, and moms and and daughters who love God and have a, a word within them. I've been able to learn from them as well and meet these people. So it's been some great highs and lows. I've been able to... Um, talk with businesses and establish some type of connection with businesses online because of this conference, the Hurt to Victory Conference, meeting some great people. But then the lows, that's the highs. But then the lows are the fact that reaching out to leaders, you know, reaching out to some of the leaders and you guys know that it's been so much talk about church hurt and everything. And my in my situation, I don't think that it's church hurt. I think that sometimes as family, because my brothers and sisters and God are my family, sometimes family hurt one another, disappoint one another. So I have been disappointed in the fact that I've reached out to so many local churches in my area as well as online to get support for the Hurt the Victory conference and to spread the word to some of the women in the congregations in these different congregations about the Hurt the Victory conference because we all need some type of revival. It doesn't matter what type of leader you are. You need a revival. You need your spirit to be cleanse you need your soul to be to be uh to be cleansed and a relaxation within your mind and your body 
And sometimes having a retreat or a conference can rejuvenate you. And so I reached out to about 30, 30, 32 churches about this Hurt the Victory conference and about sponsorship as well. And I didn't get it. I didn't get it. But you know what? I don't look at it as church hurt. I look at it as a disappointment. My brother or my sister has disappointed me. However, I must move on with what God has told me to do. And that's what I'm doing. So you have to experience. With Hurt the Victory Conference, I'm not just putting this out here to make myself look good or make my company look good. I'm putting this out here because I have experienced hurt to victory. It's a daily thing. You know, because we get hurt all the time, you know, but it's a daily thing. So I put this out here because I want women especially to know that hurt don't go anywhere. You know, you, you bounce, you hurt one day and bounce back the next because that's how God put it in us. We are nurturers. We have to teach our kids, our young children, when they fall and hurt themselves, get up. You okay. You're alive. You're going to be fine. And so that's what I'm saying is when I look at the fact that everybody is not going to support what the vision that God has given me. Everybody's not going to support the vision that God has given you. You have to realize that they're not going to always support the vision. As, as a matter of fact, they have their own vision that they have to support. But my disappointment is my victory. You know, because the only, only did was gave me juice, gave me the stamina that I needed to continue to walk in the ways of God, to, to continue to minister to a broad range of women, uh, online and offline, through the internet and off the internet, in social media, and off social media. That's all it did was gave me the energy that I know and the confidence that what God has called me to do, I got to do it no matter what. So, you know, those are some of the highs and the lows. Um, just not being able to receive as many uh, donations as I would have liked to because conferences are very expensive. They're very expensive. And we want to have a good time. We want to have a good conference. You know, God said do everything in a spirit of excellence. And I'm the type of person I want to do everything in the spirit of excellence because I'm representing the Lord, you know. So I just want you guys to know my heart about her to victory and about why. Why do we go through things and maybe our brothers and sisters may hurt us? Um, you can't take it personal all the time. I don't take it personal with um, what I've experienced throughout this process of putting on this conference. Uh, this is the second conference. You know, I'm living and I'm learning. But also I'm having a good time because my passion is to serve God. You know, my passion is to serve people. My passion is to minister to women. So I'm having a good time, although there are highs and lows. And I want to share with you some of the scriptures that got me through some some tough times of planning this conference. All right, so one of the scriptures is uh, 1 Corinthians 10, 13. I'm going to read that out of the Amplified uh, Bible. 
Alright, so it's 1 Corinthians 10, 13, and it says, For no temptation, no trial regarded as enticing to sin, no matter how it comes or where it leads, has overtaken you and laid hold on you that is not common to man. That is, no temptation or trial has come to you that is beyond human resistance and that is not adjusted and adapted and belonging to human experience. And such a man can bear. But God is faithful to his word and to his compassionate nature. And he can be trusted not to let you be tempted and tried and beyond your abilities and strength of resistance and power to endure. But with the temptation, he will always, always also provide the way out, the means of escape to a landing place that you may be capable and strong and powerful to bear up under it patiently. This scripture is basically the scripture of God will not put more on you than you can bear. All right. When you in a tough situation of temptation, God got your back that he's not going to put more on you than you can bear. And I had to use that scripture to minister to myself and encourage myself throughout this process. I can handle this because God has given me the strength to be able to handle anything that he's asked me to do. All right, then the next one is this one. This is one of my favorite ones. I love this one. Philippians 1, 6. And it says, Being confident of this very thing, and t- that he who began a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. I love this scripture because whatever God put in me, whatever he put in you, he's going to complete it until the day that Jesus returns. That means that as long as you have breath in your body, and the Lord has not returned for the second coming, you will complete the work. But you have to believe it. And so I walk in this, you guys. I walk in these scriptures. Um, 1 Corinthians 3, 9. And this is from the New Translation. Um, I mean, the New Living Version. It says, For we are both God's workers, and you are God's field. You are God's building. In this one right here, 1 Corinthians 3, 9, the reason why this encouraged me is because when I was um, out there talking with other brothers and sisters in the Lord or on the phone with these churches, I had a spirit of, we are co-laborers with Christ, okay? You have your work to do for the Lord. I have my work to do for the Lord. But there is no sense of us not coming, being able to come together and do this work of God. And so I, this scripture just stayed in my mind the whole time that I talked to the churches that I've called and tried to uh, get an establishment with them uh, about the Hurt the Victory Conference. And I said, we are co-laborers because that's what we are, you know. If you have a calling, you walk in your calling. Do what God tells you to do. But don't stop fellowshipping. Don't stop fellowshipping at your assembly. Don't stop loving on your sisters and brothers in Christ Jesus or your sisters and brothers naturally. Don't stop loving them because they don't understand the vision right now. They'll catch on. And that's what I kept kept telling myself. (laughs) They'll catch on. They'll see. Right? That's what, that's what family do. Like, all right, you don't believe me? Okay, you'll see. Watch. Watch me do it. 
right? And then this one right here is um, this one, this scripture, Isaiah 61, 1 through 4. Oh, it has really blessed me because one in one moment of me preparing for the conference, I got so frustrated because I just want people to be there and I want people to be blessed. And I know that um, what God has called me to do is to do this conference. And this scripture, this actually is a passage that was quoted by Jesus. Um, and it's, this was about the Lord. This was about Jesus. It was like a prophecy about Jesus. And it was quoted um, later on in the New Testament. But this scripture really blessed me. And it says, this is Isaiah 61, 1 through 4. And it says, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of the vengeance of our God. To comfort all who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness. That's us, guys. The planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. This blessed me so much because the calling that's on my life, the calling that's on your life, God has a specific season for you to, he going to proclaim it to the world who you are. And this is what hurt to victory is about. It's about not rushing through that hurt, but processing that hurt. Because this is the acceptable year of our Lord. You Do you believe that? You have to believe that. When I talk about the year of abundance, I'm not just talking about the year of abundance with prospering and money and having uh, cars and having um, houses and all that. No, the acceptable year of the Lord is the year of the Lord that God placed in you your purpose and the plan that he has for you. That's the year of the Lord. That's the acceptable year of the Lord. It's a time and a place for everything. And so I had to encourage myself and know that the spirit of the Lord God is upon me. He is on me. His spirit lives and dwells in me. And you have to say that to yourself. I had to encourage myself, you guys. When I read this, it blessed me so much. Especially when you're planning something to help people and women, your sisters, to get through some of life's most difficult times in their lives. So, so much difficulty is going on. But God... He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. He is a God of a second chance. He is an awesome and amazing Lord. And that's why I serve him. You can hear it in my voice. I know you can. I have a passion for doing his will. And I'm not going to stop. I keep saying this throughout the whole process, guys. I'm relentless. I'm relentless. You know? Um, And then I want to share with you a, a couple of more scriptures because... In one of the community groups I'm in, uh, one of the admins had put a uh, question out there about women and our self-esteem. And why are there so many women, uh, rigid, religious women, 
with low self-esteem. And I let her know that, you know, I can only speak for myself and my confidence. See, my confidence comes from the Lord. Uh, Do I have um, low self-esteem? Not really, but I have had low self-esteem. And I have had uh, doubts. I have doubted myself a couple of times. Hey, I've doubted myself a few times in this um, process. But I use scripture to build me back up. And I was explaining to her that when we use and when we have a relationship with God, we can use the scriptures to build us up and build up our confidence. He gives us our confidence. He gives, he, it is him that gives us confidence. We are nothing without him. We can't do anything without him. That's just the truth, right? So here are some confident scriptures, some scriptures that will give you confidence today. All right. So if you listening to this, write these scriptures down. As a matter of fact, I want you to Google scriptures on confidence. It's going to give you a whole list of scriptures, but I'm just going to give you these four and then I'm going to be done. Uh, 1 John 5 and 14. 1 John 5, 14. NIV says, This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Y'all, I live for that. Whatever I ask God of, I don't care what situation it is. I don't care if, look, if my children are acting right right now, if the other parent not acting right right now. My mother not acting right right now. No, I have the confidence that if I approach God, he is going to bless me, especially if it's according to his will. So we can, we can approach God with confidence, right? It all begins with him. Second Chronicles 33, 8. With him is only the arm of flesh, but with us, is the Lord our God to help us and to fight our battles. And the people gain confidence from what Ezekiel, I mean, from what Hezekiah, the king of Judah said. See, Hezekiah told them, look, these people, these this army out here, they flesh, but we got God. And with God, we have the confidence that he is with us. He's going to fight our battles for us. God's fight your battles for you. All right? He fight your battles for you. You don't have to raise a hand. You don't have to raise a voice. You don't have to do anything. All you have to do is walk as a king, walk as a queen, and let the Lord fight your battles for you. All right? Have that confidence. All right? Jeremiah 17 and 7. Blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. See, our confidence is in him. Our self-esteem will rise up because we have him. It's about a personal relationship with him. I don't want to consider myself as religious. I'm not religious. I'm spiritual, you know, and I have a relationship with the Lord, all right, a personal one. And if you don't have one with him, I guarantee you get one with him. You will have sweet nothings sometimes. You will just have a blessed time in God. Are you going to have some highs and lows? Yes, I have highs and lows. But there's nothing compared to being in a wonderful relationship with my creator, the one who knows me more than anybody on the face of this planet. All right? And then the last one is... Oh, no. Then it's... um, 
Philippians 4.13 I can do all things through him or Christ who gives me the strength. This is a scripture that you can just remember for the rest of your life. That you can do all things through the Lord. That you, if you have low self-esteem, you can do all things through Christ Jesus. If you don't know if this is the right job for you, you seek the Lord and he will let you know. If someone is getting on your nerves, they don't understand you. They don't understand your vision. They don't understand what you want to do. They don't understand your business. You can still do all things through the Lord. And I just want to encourage you today. And I want you to walk in victory. All right. From hurt to victory. And I want you to share these podcast episodes with people and let them know that there is life after hurt. I love you guys. And I thank you so much for making this podcast exist. All right. This podcast has reached a uh, hundred listeners now, and I've only been on the air for three weeks. So I am blessed. And I thank you for allowing me to come into your home into your community into your neighborhoods and share my experiences so i bless you i hope you have a blessed and wonderful week and i will see you next time on table talk tuesday